Hey guys, welcome to Big Church Online. We are so excited that you've joined us today. If you're looking for any sermons or words of encouragement, you've come to the right place. While you're here, please subscribe, like, comment, share. That way you can stay up to date and help others find it as well. Now, let's get this week's sermon in progress. Well, good morning. Good morning. Happy New Year. Some of you weren't here last week, although many of you were. Wow, I was so impressed with our church last week because it was New Year's Day and we had a packed house. We had to get out chairs. So good job, y'all. Well, Happy New Year. It is Vision Sunday. Um, how many of you guys love a new year with new goals? Just me? Come on. How many of you guys love a new year with new goals? Yes. Yes, me too. But can I tell you, the Bible tells us that his mercies are new every morning. So you don't have to wait for a new year. You don't have to wait for a new month. You don't have to wait till Monday. Come on, somebody. We don't have to do all that. Um, and I do want you guys to know if you're visiting today, I did talk to some visitor, excuse me, visitors today. Um, today's going to look different, okay? It's not going to be a preach. It's not going to be a teach, but we're casting vision of where the Lord put on our hearts of where he's taking us in 2023. Um, and you may be asking, why are we doing Vision Sunday? Well, I'll tell you why. First, it's important to be thankful. Y'all, you got it, right? Can I take these off? Okay. Um, it's super important for us to, um, like, be thankful for all that God did last year, right? But then we need a track to run on for the new year. And um, Pastor Rich and I, usually about mid-November, begin praying for the vision for Big Church for the following year. But this year, God just moved on my heart in June, and I began to ask the Lord then, not as fervently as I did closer to the fall, beginning September, but I began to ask him, what do you have for Big Church? Because when I came back from VU conference, there was a shift in this house. And so I just said, Lord, you're doing something new. So what do you want to do in the new year? And um, so we're going to go there today. Um, as you can see, my counterpart isn't here today. I came over early to get things ready for cultured and uh, next gen relaunch today. And I got a text that said, I think I have the flu. I was like, I think I've not read your part of Vision Sunday. <laughs> so um, pray for me and uh, we will, I'll do the best. I'll be reading his part because it's not in my spirit, but um, I, I do everything that he's written. But the goal, the focus is in my spirit. So let's pray before we begin. Father, we come to you today. God, we are grateful 
We are grateful for what you did in 2022, but even more so, God, we're grateful for what you've done since COVID. Lord, we got wiped out through that, but you are faithful and this is your church and you are going to do what you said you're going to do through us, in us, all around us. And we believe that today. We believe the best is yet to come. We give you all the praise and all the glory because you're good. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, well, I'm rich now, Pastor Rich. Here are some things to celebrate and be thankful for for what God did last year. We had 38 baptisms last year. We had 68 salvations. Now, you might be going, "Mm, okay, I think there were more. Not everybody fills out the card. Okay, I believe that Jesus encounters people and takes them to a new level every single week. We had 31 people go through cultured since July. I don't know the numbers before January to June, but beginning in July to the end of December, 31 people went through cultured and has called Big Church their home. Y'all, come on. Come on. Hang on. This is the problem about doing two parts. (laughs) Our reach on social media increased by 35.9%. Now listen to this. Hold on to your chairs. Our reach on YouTube had a 226% increase. And the watch time increased by 242%. Ah, Crazy. Um, And Pastor Rich did not put this number in, but I want you to know that we were able to give collectively through Big Church and Big Thrift tens of thousands of dollars last year. Not just in the city, but also in the world, in, in the nation and in the world. We have a connection that sends items to third world countries. Anything that we don't want, they're grateful. Isn't that so good? I, I, we'll, we'll get you the number. We just don't know it right now because he forgot to put that in. I was like, plus, plus, and yeah, here we are. Um, we've averaged 15 people in Celebrate Recovery every Saturday night. That's so good. And let me just say that we are now on the national, I don't remember, website, registry, national registry website. So if somebody is looking for a Celebrate Recovery chapter, they can find it. They can find Big Church, and it's on Saturday nights. And here's what I really love. I love that your relationship with the Lord has grown. It's evident. I turn around. When you see me looking around in worship, it's not because I'm not tuned into worshiping the Lord, but I am so in awe of how God has moved our congregation. Like, the, the hunger, the worship, the praise that we give God just from five years ago to now is just beautiful. 
So I want us to take eight seconds. Get off your feet. Come on. Let's give God some praise for eight seconds for what he did. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Woo. And I love that you're keeping it going. Hey. Um, I had someone say to me this morning, wow, you got a lot of energy this morning. I promise I didn't sleep much last night. I am just so pumped for 2023. Uh, And I believe part of it is because we've been preparing until the last month. You know, we've been just, God, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? And so part of my excitement is what's what we're about to tell you today. So um, let's look to the future. Proverbs 29, 18 says, where there is no vision, the people perish. And y'all, I'm not saying that like, you're gonna die a physical death, but you're gonna die a spiritual death. You're gonna disconnect and the enemy's gonna eat your lunch. So it's super important to know the vision. And so right now I'm gonna ask you to take out your phone, take out your notes, take out something and begin to write these down. And you're gonna know why here in a minute, okay? So where there is no vision, the people perish. And Habakkuk 2.2 says, then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain on tablets. That's what you're doing because you need to know the vision that they may run who reads it. Listen, the vision has to be clear. No cheaters are required. How many of you guys have cheaters everywhere? Uh, got one in here and there and there. yeah, no cheaters required. If you were here last week, you all remember me trying to read the book to the kids and I'm like, I didn't have my cheaters. So my vision wasn't clear and I messed up. So we need to be clear. So we, I need my right hand. So we can run with it. But the vision has to be our vision. There is no us without you. There is no us without you. Joel Barker said, vision without actions is merely a dream. Vision without action is merely a dream. And action without vision just passes the time. But vision with action can change the world. So our first focus in 2023, if you haven't already figured it out, is next gen. Um, Some of you know our story and how Big Church started, and, and some of you don't. You haven't heard it because we've got a lot of new people. So I'm kind of going to, um, share it again. And for those of you that have heard it and know it and can recite it, humor me. It's our heritage. And there's something so important about knowing where you came from, knowing your heritage. Um, 11 and a half years ago, we had a dream to launch a church. I mean, really? The Lord put Rich and I together for ministry purpose. It wasn't like, goo goo gaga, I'm so in love with you. We were, 
Okay, I want to I want to clarify that I, I like could not spend enough time with him. I couldn't talk to him enough, text him enough. We were in love, but our, we knew our, our purpose was very clear that God had put us together for a reason. And so um, we sat down that summer before we launched the refuge with some friends from South Carolina and he was like, so tell me the vision of your church. And so we're just spouting off what God was sharing with us and what we wanted to do. And um, Donnie's super prophetic. And we're in the middle of saying it. I mean, mid-sentence. And he goes, oh, wait a minute. The Lord just gave me a vision. Thousands of young people are surrounding you. And we were like, oh, bless its heart. And guess what? We did it our way. And we launched a church for adults 11 and a half years ago. And the first night we had like 30 adults show up, which is not good, but for a church launch, but we were excited about it. But here's the thing, most of them already had a church. They were just coming to support us as their friends. The next week, zero people showed up, zero. And we were like, oh my gosh. And my then 15 year old, now 27 year old, 26, I don't know, 1990, 26 years old. Um, um, he said, that's because it's supposed to be for young people. And he began to pray over the future. Fast forward five and a half years ago, uh, actually it was six and a half years ago, we knew that it was time to launch church for the whole family. And um, I want you to know, without the exception of Bobby, wave to them, Bobby. Everybody turn around in the uh, uh, booth and that's Bobby. With the exception of Bobby, Pastor Rich and myself, and an occasional, occasional adult, the youth built this place. I was gonna have uh, pictures on the, wall, uh, on the screen, but they, on these walls, wrote scripture. They, on these floors, wrote prayers. We are here today because young people came and they shoved out the, the flooring, they painted the walls, they cleaned, they did, I mean, it was a bingo hall. It had smoke eaters with yellow cigarette tar everywhere. The colors of this place were lavender, coral, and beige. That's why the walls are black and white. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, we launched this church with the heart to always unapologetically reach the next generation. But guess what? My generation, the 30 plus people, began to get threatened. I'm just going to keep it real today. If you know me, I don't know. There's not a fake thing except my lips and my body. I, I mean, I can't be fake. I just can't be fake. So, but it, here's the deal. People got threatened. I even got a letter that said, so if we're not young, we can't be used in the church. 
And Pastor Rich and I, from that moment, got overwhelmed by that and was like, oh my gosh, we are gonna lose the adults. So we became people pleasers instead of God pleasers. And we backed off what God had put on our hearts. And um, I really struggled. Let me tell you what happened. The young people started leaving our church. The young families began to leave our church. And then all of us felt the hit. And that's what the Lord has been really laying on my heart. Um, and here's the thing. Even the adults that complain that I can't be used, you can. I'm going to tell you how here in just a second. But, um, but they were even shocked and hurt and like in awe. And what? Where are our young people going? Listen, Ronald Reagan said, and I said it last week, we are one generation away from extinction. He probably wasn't talking about the church, but it applies in every facet of our life. We're one generation away from extinction. And if we do not reach this next generation, there will not be a church. There will not be people going to heaven. We have got to step up to the plate and do that. And I'll just be really honest with you. When all of those young people that I had poured my life into left, whew, it did a number on me. Then, and it all happened, it was COVID started, young people started leaving. My mom passed away. More young people started leaving. And I'm like, whoa. And I got mad. I was mad that I became a people pleaser instead of doing what God had put on my heart. And that's when I began to pray. So here we are, back to our roots. We are going to focus this year on big kids. We are going to focus on the middle. And we are going to rebuild refuge. And there will be young life in here. And we're going to take it to the next level. This isn't just, listen, it's not because I got mad. It's not because I was frustrated. It's because that's what the mandate, the, the anointing that God put on my life. And so I've got to get back to that. And I want you to know, if you're 30 plus, stand up. Okay, look at you guys. That's over half the church. Now have a seat. Now, if you're under 30, stand up. Let me tell you, that used to be reversed. Used to be reversed. Thank you guys for participating in my, my uh, illustrative message. You're the illustration. Huh. But I want you to know, you 30-plus-year-olds, that's three-quarters of the church, there is still a place for you. I want you to know that we need you. We need your wisdom. We need your experience with the Lord. Because these babies don't have the years that you have. We need spiritual fathers and mothers 
with wisdom in this house. We need you to help them stay connected with Jesus because you've been through the fire and you know how to come out on the other side not smelling like smoke. We need you to teach them how to fight from a place of prayer. We need you to mentor them. Listen, they're going to get married. They're going to have children. You've done that. They're going to go through a hard time, and they're going to need somebody to help walk them through where they don't walk away from the one that saved them, redeems them, restores them. They need us. We need you to be able to invest in them. We need you to be a listening ear. We need you to stand in the gap for them, and we need you to keep them grounded. Listen, they've got goals for days. Like, it's a new day, a new thought. Let's go do it. We'll take on the world. So we need, they need you to keep them grounded so that they're just not flitting all over the place. Okay, we need more adults who've been walking with the Lord to become big kids teachers. I was, um, I, I felt sorry for the cleaning team this week, so I came and helped them clean yesterday because it was dirty. <laughs> it was dirty after Christmas, and then we put all the Christmas stuff away, and Lord have mercy, we were here a while. Um, and so I came, and I got to just start talking to them. I think it was you, Regina. Or, or Mary Beth, I can't remember, but I was talking to them and I said, I just wished, kinda, I'm not gonna make you do this. Everybody had to clean the church and lint roll the chairs once. <laughs> because you would lint roll yourself from all your pet hair before you come in here. <laughs> just kidding, kinda. Um, also, um, I said, I wished everybody could serve in big kids once. Let me tell you what, there are teachers over there that never get to experience what we get to experience in this room because we don't have enough help. They don't get to experience worship. They have to go home when the YouTube is on and watch the message, not in community, but they're doing it so that they can invest in the next generation. So that's what I said yesterday. I said it. Um, and so um, if you have, I'm going to challenge you this morning. If you have kids that aren't coming to church, I want you to get them to church. You may not be able to like, now if they're under 18 and they're living in your home, or if they're over 18 and living in your home, you grab them by the ear and you say, you don't have a choice, you're coming to church. <laughs> but uh, they, I want you guys to know that they form who they are when they're young. It's why it's so important that we pour into them. Proverbs 22, six says, train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Now listen, any runners in the house? Did you run from God for a while? <laughs> I did it three times. <laughs> Third time was it though. <laughs> um, so I departed, but I came back. And I want you to know that that is a promise from the Lord. That isn't me just sharing something. That's a promise from the Lord. Your kids will return. They will not depart forever. Um, and Jenny Hogg was going to share her testimony about um, 
making theory come to church, but her oldest son went to the ER last night and he has COVID. So if you could pray for Cody and pray for Jenny because now she's in quarantine with him. But um, Jenny uh, said that there was a season when Theory didn't want to come to church anymore. And she was like, oh yeah, he stayed up late and I don't want him to have to get up early. And all these excuses that we parents make for our kids, right? right? I made excuses for my kids, but not with church. My one son says, you know why I don't come to church anymore? Go to church now that I'm grown? Because you made me. (laughs) Prodigals are coming home, just so you know. Um, But anyway, she said that she got convicted by that, but by not making him come to church. And she said, okay, I'm the leader, you're not the leader in this house, and you are going to get up, and you are gonna go to church, and you're gonna be a part of what God is doing. Now, he's thriving in the middle. I love watching all the middle kids, they can't wait till the others get here, and it's just so amazing. Make sure you check out their new room, too, on the way out, so cool. Um, but we, when that happened, there was a shift. You guys, we have already taken action with our focus. That's why we did this big relaunch. That's why their tables are out there so you can find out more information. We are doing something to make a difference with this because again, if we have a goal and we take no action, it's not gonna happen. A thriving church has kids. A thriving church has young people. And a thriving church has seasoned people to show the way. Our second focus, and Pastor Rich was going to do this, so please bear with me, um, is in reach. In reach. You mean outreach? No, in reach. His word for the year is in reach. And um, he's going to be reaching deeper inside of himself to grow himself. But we collectively as a church need to reach deeper inside ourselves so that we can grow people. Do you think that it's just a saying or a sermon series or do we really want to live it? Do we really want to love Louisville to life? And it starts in the house, y'all. It starts in the house. You know, our, our vision for the church overall is to know God, find freedom, discover your purpose, and then make a difference. So if we know God, that means we build a strong foundation in him. Wise people build on the rock is what the Bible said, and foolish people build on sand. Um, Matthew 7, 24 says, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And verse 25 says, And the rain descended, the the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on the house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. So what makes our foundation strong? It's our beliefs. Every belief and every core value here at Big Church is rooted in the word. 
Um, and a belief is something that we accept as true or real. It's our core values. It's our principles or standards of behavior or what is important. Like, we didn't just come up with this, this stuff. Excellence is our spirit. It's from everything we do to making sure tablecloths are the same way to nothing being on the floor. I mean, it's just excellence is our spirit. It's not perfection, but it's doing the best with what we have. It's our choices. We're making decisions with two or more possibilities. The foundation, you guys, is never visible, rarely visible. If you're on um, a crawl space, you see the foundation. But slabs, invisible. The foundation is invisible. So it starts on the inside and it works its way out. And that's what we're going to be doing this year. We're going to dig deep. We're going to build a strong foundation. We're going to restore a strong foundation. Means we're going to have a strong structure. You can't have a strong structure if you don't have a strong foundation. What does find freedom mean? It actually means really getting free from your past, from hurtful relationships, from addictions, from being triggered by things. I mean, join CR. It's for hurts, habits, and hangups. Come on. Uh, if you're struggling with something, go find your freedom. Go find your freedom. Um, what does discover purpose means? It means, do you know that you were created for a purpose? Every single person in this room, you have a purpose and it's not your job and it's not you being a parent. It is bigger than that. It is for the kingdom of God. God put this God-sized hole in all of us, and he's the only one that can fill that. Doesn't mean you have to quit your job and go into ministry. I don't, I mean, I got another job now. It's not just ministry because the Lord has really put on my heart that I'm on assignment to love Louisville to life. I've got stories for days that, I will only share one-on-one -on -one because this goes on YouTube. But I've got stories. And like when I wrote my two-week notice, the Lord said, no, 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 you're not done. I was like, yes, sir. And, and from that, he has brought so many people that I can now pray for, that I can love on, whose self-esteem is so low. Oh, my goodness. I get to be used by God in the real world, not just in church. So anyway, that's a whole nother story. God does not make mistakes. God makes miracles. If we dig deep and strong, it's going to cause others to follow. Make a difference means we have to invest in people. When we get strong, that's when in reach turns to outreach. Now, I don't want you to get it twisted. We're still going to do outreach around here. We're still having big thrift and outreach. We're going to do that. But y'all, you can't pour from an empty vessel. So we got to get this right before we can get it outside of these four walls right. Isaiah 56, 8 says, For the sovereign Lord who brings back the outcasts of Israel says, I 
will bring others too, besides my people Israel. And our third and final focus, we're not doing a bunch. We're doing three so that we can focus on three things and accomplish it this year. Our third focus is teamwork. We're better together. It's not a cute little saying. It's a fact. When the enemy isolates you, he dominates you. How many of you guys through the, the, the holiday, you were like going, oh my gosh, I'm missing my people. And you caught yourselves going a little bit backwards. When the enemy isolates, he dominates. So tomorrow, we're starting our 21-day fast. It's your first place that you can get on team with your church. Now, we're making it a little easier this year. We always do a corporate Daniel fast. And what we found is people spent more time worrying what they could and could not eat than they did in prayer. No, a fast is so that you can rekindle a relationship with the Lord so that you spend extra time in prayer, extra time in the word, extra time with the Lord. The other day I was driving home. Um, where was I? I don't know. It doesn't matter. I was driving home in my car and I just caught myself praying in the spirit. I'm preparing my heart for the new year. We can accomplish more when we do it together, you guys. And so this year, what we're going to ask you guys to do is you choose your fast. You decide what's going to cost you and remind you to get in the word and to pray more, okay? You decide it. A fast is food, okay? So I don't want you to say, well, I'm going to give up social media. Do that if that's going to help you spend more time with the Lord. But that is not a fast. A fast is food. We call it social media fast. But anyway, whatever. It's, it's, we're taking a break so that we can, whatever. Um, so for you, is it coffee? Pastor Johnny, God love his heart. He has given up coffee. And we have staff retreat next Thursday through Saturday. Coffee's going to be all around him. Bless him. Pray for him. Okay. Um, is it sugar? Back in the day when I was eating a Kit Kat before bed every night, <laughs> I would have given up my Kit Kats. But the Lord delivered me. Thank you, Jesus. Um, is it sodas? Is it your favorite meal of the day? If you don't eat breakfast and you decide to fast breakfast, that's not a fast. Okay, we are going to ask that you set aside the next 21 days that begin tomorrow. The 9th, and I think it, that's the 30th, uh, yes, 21 plus 9 is 30, yeah. Um, and spend extra time in prayer in the Word. We, uh, you guys, we also, as a church, used to give you a prayer focus for daily. Like, here's your focus to pray on today. We're not doing that this year. We're going to get grow up, and we're going to get off the meat, off the milk, and on the meat, and we're going to ask you to partner with us and pray for these three things. And we want you to go home with your family today before the fast starts tomorrow and say, what do we want to pray into for our family for the next year? And those are going to be your focuses every single day.
What do you guys think about that? You like that? Thank you, Jesus. We want you to make this personal for you and your family this year so that when we pray into this, we're gonna see results, right? As long as it's in alignment with God's will. The Bible says in 1 Samuel 15, 22, but Samuel replied, what is more pleasing to the Lord, your burnt offerings and sacrifices or your obedience to his voice? Listen, obedience is better than sacrifice and submission is better than offering the fat of rams. We're gonna ask you this year to go through culture if you've not done it. And we're gonna ask you if you've gone through culture and you've got the t-shirt, we're gonna ask you to make sure that you're serving at least once a month. Committed. We want you to get connected. We want you to get on a team and build community. And we want to get committed to getting as many people on Team Jesus as we can by sharing our faith. Proverbs 16.3 says, Commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. I'm going to say that again. Commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. So this year we're going to commit and entrust all of this. Terry Wingfield did pre-service prayer. If you haven't done that, if you have not come, come early. Be a part of that and circle up. She had no idea what our vision Sunday was going to look like, but she prayed into everything that we've talked about. Oh, so cool. God is good. So in 2023, lives will be transformed. Prodigals will come home. There will be growth in us. We're going to do inreach. We're going to build a strong foundation. It's going to start with us reaching inside ourselves. And when we get that right, we're going to reach others. It's crazy. So many people that come in here say, oh my gosh, I feel the presence of the Lord and you're not even scraping the surface of what God's wanting to do here. And sometimes when you're in the thick of it, you can't believe that. That's why you, we need each other. That's why we're better together. We're going to be focusing on next gen and young families. We're going to, um, God's going to send the finances and the provision for us to do all of that this year. And we're going to focus on teamwork. You guys, teamwork makes the vision work. So if you can see it and you want to be a part of it, I want you to stand up right now. Thank you, Jesus. Who's ready to go where God has called us? Who is ready to see your families transformed? Who is ready to be used greater by God? If you say yes, 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 that's me. If that's you, I'm going to ask you to make a bold statement and join us down at the altar as we do this last song. It's a rally. It's saying, God, see us. We're here for it. Whatever you want to do, wherever you want to take us.
just go ahead all the way up to the stage because I feel like God is going to be sending so many people. Come on, Jesus, you're going to get what you paid for in 2023. We believe it. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Can we worship him? Can we praise him while he's coming? Come on. Let's worship together. Thank you for joining us today. If you're looking for more information or resources, you can visit mybigchurch.com or follow us on social media at mybigchurch. We love you guys. See you soon.